podcast. Podcast. Hello and welcome to Pumping Up the Podcast. I'm your host, Elise Eldridge, and today we're going to be breaking down Season 2, Episode 27 of Hannah Montana. It's called The Test of My Love, and I am joined once more by my great friend, Emma Fred Gant. Hi! Hello, hello! <laughs> uh, we spent 20 minutes before actually starting recording just talking about <laughs> things completely unrelated to Hannah Montana, and then we are like, yeah, we should probably, we should probably actually... <laughs> get on topic (laughs) which is actually kind of short for us so that's yeah so there you go we're making progress (laughs) i had not seen this episode of hannah montana i think we are now firmly in the realm of i'm not going to have seen really any of these um (laughs) brave new world for elise (laughs) it is i'm soldiering through uh in the dark uh but i this was this was relatively solid I liked it a lot. I think so. My first two episodes are both in season one, I believe. And so you did you did one earlier this season. You did the like, oh, I did okay. Jesse McCartney one. Oh, that was part of season two. Okay, I feel like she's aged a lot. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. She looks older, and there's she had a full kiss in this episode. Which oh I'm my sure god, we'll right? About. What the? Heck? I was like ready for like the cheek thing, and I was like, uh oh, Trey, who even are you? Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this was a pretty good one. I I thought it was solid all the way through. Yeah, so I I had my quibbles and qualms, as I always do. Sure. But uh, but yeah, relatively solid. Kind of, like, they really leaned into, like, the actual comedy in this one, not just, like, what they perceive to be children's comedy. They, like, actually, (laughs) like, tried to make this funny, I think. And there's not very much B-plot, which I was into. (laughs) Yeah, I liked that it was, like, what there was of B-plot ended up coming together with the A-plot, which I don't know why that's groundbreaking ideas for television, but... Right. It shouldn't be. However, it is. <laughs> I, I thought it was very impressive that they teased a B-plot only to have it only work to serve the A-plot, which I was into. Yeah. So, this episode opens on the beach, and some billionaire is donating a playground... That's like gonna be right next to Rico's shack or something, and I do want to note that the billionaire has like a big check that he's that he's giving, and the check is for two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. And I'm like, you're a billionaire. <laughs> I'm not that's impressed. The, you're like, here, have your have your shitty park, kids. <laughs> like, <laughs> paid like, for by William Harris. Park with it, but like, but like, when you're worth that much money, at least spring for like. Like, at least a cool mill, right? For a park, not a quarter of a mill. Lisa, I feel like I have to be honest with you. I don't know how much parks cost. I know you I don't asked me to be I on this like episode like, for that. I feel like you could build a park with a quarter of a million dollars. However, if you have the capability to build a better park for the community. It's true. Why also, a park on a beach skimping? is like a weird idea anyway. I agree. Won't it just fall like the Pat Tower of Pisa? <laughs> the swings are slowly returning to the ocean. Yeah. And I mean, I honestly, I don't think that the writers were intending this, but like, I think it's a warning sign of what is to come with this man that he was so stingy with this playground Mm. for children, because he is not a good man, we later learn. (laughs) 
I mean, the accent alone. I, I wanted to sit and practice the accent after I watched the episode, but um, first of all, I could do the whole episode in that voice. But then I saw Tracy talking and I couldn't decide, so I didn't do either. Like both of their <laughs> voices, I was mesmerized. Tracy is on one in this episode. I love it. Um, so, um, But there's like this ceremony happening, although there's only like 10 people there and they're all just oh, yeah. like normal people that like happen to be there. So, they're not very good at handling extras on this show but I also wanted to mention I don't remember what else Miley is wearing but this is a trend this is the first of two times in this episode she is wearing a like big green bangle but it's like up by her elbow oh yeah I noticed that she's also wearing a tube top under like a halter of some kind which yes I can't relate no to either. It's not my look. Yeah. I don't I don't I've never owned a halter top. I've never owned a tube top. <laughs> or a I've never owned a bangle. I have owned bangles, but I would oh. never wear it that high up on my arm. I think that's kind of weird. You should go as Hannah Montana for Halloween. Oh my god, you should go as Hannah Montana for Halloween. I was have you like I'm I... sure you've thought of this, but are you going to do that? <laughs> I was actually thinking I would go as Janice from Friends for Halloween. <laughs> that's funny. Oh my god, that's such a good idea. Maybe I'll steal that. I need curly-haired people. <laughs> well, I, I have curly hair. <laughs> I've kind of been growing out my hair, and I have the wow. means to actually curl my hair these days. So I, you know, I was that is, like, that's I'll a good Janice. costume. But and but then it's... would would Rick be uh, Chandler? <laughs> I mean, we haven't talked about. It. Also, who knows what we're actually going to be doing on Halloween? But For sure. Uh, but I. I want to make it clear. I do not like the show Friends very much. However, I did watch all of it recently, and my big takeaway was justice for Janice. So I will be going as Janice in protest of big sitcoms treatment of her. So that is my intention, is to is to spread awareness of Janice's mistreatment. Um, You're gonna have to write a Janice origin story for FX or something. No, I I could write a paper on all the ways that they did Janice j- dirty. Like, she deserves so much better. Do it. <laughs> you know that would get traction. Friends think pieces. <laughs> Definitely not too late in the zeitgeist for that. <laughs> no, it keeps coming back. It's like the fucking, it's like the middle part. It's always time to talk about friends, apparently. <laughs> I actually like friends, but <laughs> putting me I, firmly out of <laughs> the cultural <Yeah>. moment. <laughs> well, and see, now I'm so deep into Frasier that, like, mm. that's my main focus. But, like, I do still hold a candle for Janice. Janice deserved better. I watched the first season of Frasier, and then they took it off whatever I was watching it on, so I stopped. But I've been watching Seinfeld recently, um, which, I don't know, it's like a revelation. I, I don't know why. I kind of thought it was going to be shitty, because I also watched the first season of Cheers, and I was not impressed. You know, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, so yeah, this started the sitcom check i've watched a season but uh <laughs> seinfeld is really good yeah it's very this is like not that hot of a take but i mean obviously i think, really I think that is like the coolest take okay so everybody cool takes agrees seinfeld with Emma. Is good. i just didn't know i assumed it was gonna be like friends and i would watch it and, everyone, and then it would be like ah it's it's dated it's blah it's blah but it's um... i i have a lot of uh, there are several episodes of friends that i think are good and uh, there are several elements <laughs> to most of the characters that I think are good. However, I I cannot abide a lot of the things on, like, mm. that, that are recurring themes on Friends. But 
I do love Janice. Janice is my girl. And um, <laughs> I will say that Frasier uh, is all on Hulu, which is where I've been watching it. And I now that I have ad-free Hulu, I can really binge my way through there. I'm like on season nine of Frasier. But, How many seasons uh, are there? I think 11. <laughs> okay, so I don't get it. I feel like when Friends hit season 10, everyone was like, shows never go this long. This is amazing. This show's so good. Seinfeld had nine. Frasier had 11. Like... 10 seasons of Friends is not that impressive. Also, Friends, like, varied in quality wildly. And I think Frasier is incredibly consistent. Like, there has been exactly one long-term plot line on Frasier that I have not liked. Everything Mm -hmm. else, very consistent, very good. And every episode has, like, moments that make me laugh out loud. Like, it is incredibly consistent. So... Now that I've given all my opinions on 90s television. That's not all your... You're fucking lying to everyone right now. That is not all your opinions on 90s television. No, but I mean, that's like... Like, you know the, like, iceberg memes? Yeah. This is, like, the top of the iceberg that's, like, above the water that I can talk about right now. I think it's important that we put Hannah Montana in the same continuum that produced such classics as Frasier and and Seinfeld. She is but a baby i i wanted a better metaphor and then i, I uh, you lost me. <laughs> i know i know it's embarrassing it's okay posterity my failed joke <laughs> oh no <laughs> what am i to do oh my god yeah, it's just gonna slowly turn into a scooby-doo voice. impression oh oh my god you were like, I can't do uh, Mr. Harris. I can't do Tracy. I just have to do this like third voice that I came up with. It's my audition for the Hannah Montana reboot. Uh, this well, podcast. Well, if I get hired to be head writer as I should, then I will make sure <laughs> to slip your name to the casting director. I love a little nepotism. Little nepotiz. It's not nepotism. We're not related. Aren't we? <laughs> It's true. I suppose I am an honorary Fred Gant. Yeah, it's been true for a long time. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, it may, Anna been, it, it may have been a mistake for this to be our like first like time talking to each other in like a month. <laughs> because know. it's gonna be so hard for us to focus on the task at hand because I just I keep thinking of things that I want to tell you and that have nothing to do with this. <laughs> Hey, I don't have to edit shit. <laughs> but I do. <laughs> oh my um, gosh. Okay, wait. Okay, so we were talking about the beach okay. scene, which is literally We're the, still oh, in yeah, the they, opening scene of the episode. They jumped right in. I was expecting like a little, whoa, but we didn't get any of that. It was just like beach. Also, yes. Rico is, Rico must have some kind of contract where he has to be in every episode because I was expecting him to come back and he just sort of like is small and wears those shoes that I'm sure I would have wanted if I was, you know, watching <laughs> at the time. Um, yeah. He's funny. Uh, I like him. He is. He's very funny. And um, and Rick was in the room like during this like opening scene for a second because he was like about to leave for work. And every time Rico would say something, he like literally laughed. <laughs> it was like, he's the best. <laughs> was like i love that little guy <laughs> see i know you want to be janice but what you could be hannah montana and rick could be rico that would be so funny 
And what he like walks I'm... around on his knees all night, like. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm gonna start calling Rick Rico for sure. No, I'm, I'm gonna forget, but if I don't forget, I'll do it. <laughs> and that's a guarantee. <laughs> that's you can take that to the bank. So anyway, so Rico wants to sell hot dogs and that's the whole plot of the episode. I wonder <laughs> if Jackson's foot long weight came from Rico's hot dog stand. It almost certainly did because Jackson works there. He probably oh. took it home on his way home. <laughs> I didn't work. know. <laughs> he works at the hot dog stand. He's just like. he Well, he works at mess. the surf shack. He's like Rico's like main employee. Wow. Interesting. So much you don't like learn from uh, only being on <laughs> episodes here and there. <laughs> Rico, we don't actually know how old Rico is. I assume he's like 11 or 12, but he does go to school with Miley, Lily, and Oliver because he's like a genius and he skipped a bunch of grades. So he's in their mm. class at school. Mm. Genius. Well, what it really is is that he's uh, he has a photographic memory and his dad's a billionaire. That's that's what There we go. That's what it really is. <laughs> okay, that's what I needed. All right, now I can move on in my Yeah, a, a lot of billionaires story. in the Hannah Montana universe between Rico's dad and this guy. Oh, yeah. Uh I I we'll get into it. But so, uh <laughs> Miley sees a boy watching this ceremony and thinks that he's very cute. And we understand this from visual cues, uh, which is that uh, Miley gets like <laughs> tunnel vision <laughs> and Trey, the boy, is like just projected in like a pillar of light. God. I I will say I do appreciate that Hannah Montana always makes the most ordinary high school boys seem like gods because that is what it's actually like when you're in middle school and high school is that you see this like scrawny child with bad hair and you're like oh my god he's so cute (laughs) like that is how it actually works that's true and i appreciate their commitment to just casting ordinary high school boys (laughs) to play miley's love interests that's true. That's a good point. I wasn't appreciating it because I was more like, his suit is so ugly and his hair is so ugly. His hair but is really ugly. He's cute. I, I bet if I was that age, I would have been, you know, googly-eyed for him. But <laughs> the fucking khaki pants with the black or like dark blue blazer and the striped shirt. It was rough. And they don't <laughs> fit right. I'm like, you're rich. You only wear clothes that fit right. They right? make clothes for you when you're rich. Exactly. When you, Especially when you're that rich. Oh yeah, you don't buy off. You don't buy off the rack. You just get somebody to make you clothes. Yeah, and especially anyway. coming from a family that we learn is so so snobbish. Oh my god, they are <laughs> the snobbiest people. <laughs> but yeah, Miley says to Lily that when she saw this boy, it was like they were the only two people on the beach. Which Lily is like, well, that means it's true love. <laughs> It's almost literally true that they're the only two people on the beach because they don't hire extra. <laughs> there, there aren't very many people. <laughs> she's like, we're one of 15 people on this beach. And she's Lily's like, that's accurate. There are 15 people here. Yeah. So Miley goes over to this guy as uh, William Harris is talking. And again, we're supposed to think that he's pompous because he speaks with like an affectation and he's always saying his own name. He says his name <laughs> like seven times in this one scene but (laughs) it's about brand recognition (laughs) something like that so miley 
talks to this guy and she's like, this guy's got a real fat head. <laughs> and then uh William Harris is like, please welcome my son, Trey. And he's like, gotta go. And it's the boy. <laughs> she's like, oh, no. And she's like, oh, sweet. No, but it's, I don't think she actually That's says it, that in yeah. this scene, but still. And then the next scene is Miley, like, I guess, like, the next day, maybe. Like, very sad that she let Trey slip through her fingers. His name is Trey. I know. I can't believe they chose the name Trey. What were they <sighs> thinking? Was that cute? Sorry to all the trays out there listening to this podcast. Maybe maybe he's William Harris the third and he's going by Trey because it's Italian. You know what? I like that. I like that Trey is a nickname. (laughs) Good. Well we'll go with that. Yeah. Uh Lily is like, well, but you guys only talked for a few seconds, and Riley's (laughs) like, yeah, and Orlando Bloom doesn't even know who you are. And she's like, but he will one day. And then you'll watch the Lily Bloom. And I was like, oh, kind of like how Orlando Bloom and Katy Perry's daughter is named Daisy Bloom. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. That's a yes. cute name. <laughs> I, was, I, I was so funny. Orlando Bloom has been it for like 20 years. That's crazy. Yeah, he has really... And he's like maintained his good looks. Like he still looks yeah. just as good now as he did. He's an enduring like, commodity. Like. Yeah, he looks he looks great. He does pretty good things. I he's he's in a show on Amazon Prime that I really liked that came out like last year. I see. Yeah, I mean, I'm just like impressed by him. I will say that uh, Miley saying that Orlando Bloom doesn't know who Lily is, I don't think is true because in season one there was an episode <gasps> where Miley and Lily, as Hannah and Lola, went into this club together. And they went in there because Lola was so excited that Orlando Bloom was there. And they, like, run in screaming, like, Orlando! And so, like, I think they've met. (laughs) (gasps) When will the lies end? I know, right? Um, But anyway, at this point, Miley's phone rings, and it's Tracy, who is having a charity event that night that is a putt-putt for puppies. (laughs) And... And it's like a charity tournament or whatever. And she saw that, well, Tracy also is like dressed all in blue in this scene. And she apparently found out that Abigail Breslin will be wearing blue to the event. And so they're switching to mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Hannah, you have to wear mouth. (laughs) Miley's like, huh, what? And she's like, it's purple, wear purple. It's funny because it's a Disney show. I did not realize that like the blue was part of some kind of joke. I assumed it was just more dumb outfit choices. Well, um, I I figured that it was because they don't like explicitly say it, but she's like, it's a disaster. Abigail Breslin is wearing blue. So we have to change our outfits because Hannah and Tracy are partners, I guess, for the putt putt. And so she's like, okay, we're switching. We're going to wear mauve and or purple. And... Miley's like, okay, yeah, whatever. But she really doesn't want to go because she's very focused on this whole Trey debacle. (laughs) And she is, like, talking about him to Lily. And then she turns around and he's, like, right there. He, like, came over to talk to her. And I do think this next little bit is kind of sweet. She's, like, very embarrassed that she was talking about him when he could, like, hear her. And she's like, uh, let me just go back to my house and tell my twin sister you're here. Because she would never say stuff as embarrassing as I just said. And she's really cute. 
And he's like, yeah, hold on a second. And he goes over to the trash and pulls out like half a watermelon that like got used as a bowl or something. <laughs> and he puts it on his head and he's like, see, now I'm kooky too or whatever. It's sweet, but I found it also horrific to take food out of the trash. Even though we saw like a character walked by and put it in the trash and then he took it out. So it was like immediately in and out. But still. Yeah. I, it's gross. <laughs> But it was, it was, it was cute. It was gross. It w- I think it was cute. And it, it made me get a better understanding of like who Trey is. Mm. I hate that I have to say Trey this many times. <laughs> but Miley's, he's, he like wants to know if Miley will go out with him that night. And she's like, oh, because she has the Tracy thing. And Lily basically says that she'll step in and go for her. And I'm like... Sure, but also, this would be a first date. Like, just say you have other plans that night and do it tomorrow. Like, it's not like he'll feel burned. He's coming to you at the last minute. Yeah. <laughs> like, if he gets mad, that's on him. <laughs> Plus, it's hard to imagine that Tracy's going to be as happy with Lola as she would have been with Hannah Montana at her Oh, absolutely event. not. Tracy canonically <laughs> does not care for Lola. <laughs> oh, okay, that too. Okay, I was even just thinking because... Um, She's not Star a celebrity. Power. Yeah. <laughs> Cultural yeah. cachet. It's not it's not enough. Yeah, but Miley agrees to go that night and he's like, "Cool. I'll pick you up to take us to the restaurant." And he mentions that his parents are going to be there on this date. Why? We never learn. <laughs> yeah, go to go somewhere else. There's You're absolutely so no need for this to be what it is. But anyway, and then we cut to what is kind of the B plot. Robbie <laughs> Ray is on the phone with his mother and he's telling her about how he hired a housekeeper and how the house has like never been cleaner and that all she has left to do is Jackson's room, uh, <laughs> which we promptly hear her scream in horror. <laughs> and Robbie Ray hangs up the phone and she comes back out <laughs> and she is like, I'm quitting. I cannot do this. <laughs> Which, having seen Jackson's room in another episode not that long ago, yeah, makes sense. I mean, it's it's pretty horrifying in there. I also, so, so like, the housekeeper quits, and Robbie Ray takes Jackson up to the room and is like, enough is enough. We need to clean this out. And just knowing what we know about Robbie Ray as a parent, I do find it hard to believe that Robbie Ray would have allowed it to get this bad. (laughs) Especially because, like, they've had guests stay with them relatively recently. And I think at one point, Robbie Ray's mother was staying in Jackson's room, which I'm like, okay, so then it must have been clean for that. Because in what world would you allow your persnickety mother to stay in that sty, yeah. but like i don't know oh yeah so in the first season you were pretty sure they were like flipping episodes around kind of for no reason like they would film one and then put it later or earlier in the sequence do you think they're doing that this season too uh i don't know that they've been doing it lately because there hasn't been a lot of ongoing con- continuity we like haven't even seen them at school for a really long time <laughs> so i don't necessarily think so here i think it's possible that the one where we first see Jackson's room and the one where, like, 
Mama and Aunt Dolly come to stay. Like, there maybe should have been more distance between those. But I don't mm. necessarily think that that's them shooting it out of order. I think it's more the writers just not thinking about <laughs> things that they have done. I How don't think you. they had solid... <laughs> They didn't have, like, a continuity person to be like, hey, actually, you just said that Mamaw stayed there and now you're showing it as a horrifying pigsty and that wouldn't really work. I don't think they have somebody who can keep them in check on that. So I think it's, I mean, it's possible that they shot these out of order. I wouldn't know based on the content of the episodes. And I think it would be giving the writers too much credit to say that they had intended for that to make more sense. (laughs) (laughs) They're so upset. I'm sure they're listening to this and upset that they let so many things slide through the cracks. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure they are crying into their bank vault. like Their Emmys. Their Emmys? What? (laughs) Emma. (laughs) What kind of show do you think this is? I only appear on Emmy winning shows. On podcasts about Emmy winning shows. Just kidding, I only appear on my other show, TH Glee. Ah, yes. Ah, yes. Plug (laughs) here. I haven't listened yet, but I will. I'm very excited. Good. Good. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Actually, to talk for a second. Uh, the housekeeper that was in uh, this one scene, she's been in a lot of different things. Uh, she's been in like one episode of many different things, including an episode of Glee. And it's an episode of Glee I've already done for TH Glee. However, yeah. it won't be out for several weeks. Because she looks like familiar. One. Yeah, she's she's been in a lot of things. I Notably for me from her IMDb, she was on seven episodes of So Little Time, that Mary-Kate and Ashley show that I really liked. I don't even know that show. <laughs> but, um, but she was on, I mean, she's been in a lot, a lot of things. Her name is Wendy Worthington. Um, but she was on the episode of Glee, Dream On. So if you want to hear, I... I I think I talk about her on that episode for like a second, but I don't remember because I was high when I was doing it. Um, (laughs) Listen to TH Glee out now. (laughs) Where can they find it, Elise? Well, at time of recording, you can only find it on Spotify or Anchor, but uh, hopefully by the time this is out, it will be up on Apple Podcasts and all the other places. Yeah. Okay, so, so we're, we're we're exploring. Oh no, we're not in his room yet. We're just talking to the actress, to Wendy Worthington. She's pretty funny. I, I liked her. Yeah, she is good. But then, she really but stole yeah, the we, desperation and the uh, the horror. They should re- yeah. recut. This is a horror show. Oh, you could. But yeah, so Robbie Ray takes Jackson up to his room to be like, "Enough is enough. We're going to do something about this." Uh, I didn't write down the specifics because it was relatively similar to. Uh, previous scenes we've had in Jackson's room but if you would like to share any of your thoughts on Jackson's room you are of course welcome to do so I mean obviously it's a mess it didn't actually look that filthy which is always kind of my problem like they just kind of bought a bunch of shitty t-shirts from a thrift store and threw them around the store around the room which you know that works but I was expecting filth um especially I recently had a bad housing experience with lots of trash inside of a room so I was like not that impressed (laughs) with the amount of trash but he, why does he have a Hannah Montana poster in his room? Is that not weird? 
they do a better job at actually showing the details of Jackson's room in um in a previous episode, but he he's like drawn all over the Hannah Montana poster. He's like oh, defaced it. Okay, because I was like, this is it's a little strange to have a poster of your sibling up, especially when you don't particularly like the sibling. Their relationship, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not. It doesn't seem like a great relationship. They make fun no. of each other a lot, but not necessarily in like a cute way. Like there's like making fun of your siblings, and then there's like r- like hating on them. <laughs> Dude, you don't even know the half of it. <laughs> I, you're you're right. I really don't. Uh. Anyway, we kind of leave things there for the time being, and uh. Although Robbie Ray demands that. Jack like Jackson will clean up his. He's room. like, we are going to take care of this, and we're going to take care of this now. Miley is dressed for her date. She is dressed like a fifty-five-year-old wasp. Um, in like, uh, like it kind of looks like one of those like um, like tweed Chanel suits. Yeah, uh, but it's pink. And her hair is, like, pulled back and got, like, a headband and, like, a brooch and all this. Lily is in her Lola outfit for the event. And she actually looks kind of cute. But I have no idea where on earth she would have gotten this outfit. Because it looks like something you would dress a baby in. It's, like, (laughs) a plaid blouse and matching shorts. Which I was very thrown by realizing that they were shorts. Because they kind of give the illusion of a skirt because they're, like... They're like bloomers almost. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I do. Like they're kind of puffy shorts. But uh but yeah, and like the collar and like the hems on all of it, it looks like it was made for a baby, but like scaled up <laughs> to fit a teen girl. <laughs> um, but uh there's like this whole thing where it's like Miley should or maybe shouldn't dress like this on the date. I don't know. And everyone's telling Miley how ugly she looks. She looks fine. She doesn't, yeah. she looks old, but she looks fine. Like she doesn't look unattractive. Just, my it. bigger problem was it didn't fit very well. It wasn't a, like. Yeah, yeah it wasn't, wasn't the most flattering, but. Bobby Ray said something like, uh, I'm, I'm not worried about him trying to feel you up on this date. And I was like, Robbie, so inappropriate. <laughs> Maybe he said make a move. That would be more Disney appropriate, actually. But I, yeah, still, I don't think it's weird. He said feel you up, but but that was what was implied for sure. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. I'm not sure. Maybe the date would have fared better if she had been wearing this, but I kind of don't think so because like she like still looks implied, very nice but... in what she ends up wearing. Yeah, I was like, I kind of, I was like, oh, is she can show up in something like a little bit, <laughs> a little slutty. <laughs> That was like what went into my head. I was like, no, probably not. But uh, yeah, it, I, yeah, it was like implied that she was then going to choose something that ended up not being right. But she, it had nothing to do with her clothes. I don't think. I it don't was think silly. so. It no. was just made up some time and allowed everyone to be cruel about her choices. Yeah. So we then like cut to the date. Miley has changed her outfit to be more youthful. It's still formal, but like it's, you know something that a 14 year old would wear yeah and she does have another bangle up by her elbow again i'm like Girl. where else do you keep bangles otherwise? on your wrist like <laughs> you but, sound insane 
<laughs> but she introduces herself and Trey's dad immediately is like, wow, listen to that accent. You're a genuine country bumpkin. And I'm like, for starters, it is the most subtle Southern accent. Like it is not in your face. It is very, like it's twang. It's not yeah. like a thick accent. Also, are you telling me there's not billionaires in the South oil barren land? That that was what drove me fucking bananas about this. Is you never that met they're constantly from the South? They constantly are calling her a hillbilly and a bumpkin and assuming that she's poor. And even after they like go to her house, they like call her like a fortune hunter and a gold digger and like assume that she must be poor. And I'm like, she lives in beachfront property in Malibu, California. (laughs) She doesn't need your fortune. Like she doesn't need it. Like, her dad works in the music industry. They don't need your fortune. Why you're constantly insulting these people, acting like they must be so dirt poor. It was insane to me. It's like, you live in Malibu. You really think everyone you meet that doesn't talk like you must be dirt poor? It's it was insane and fucking Trey. I'm not impressed by his behavior. Me neither. He was just like he's like I just care about you so much. Like no, so talk to your parents. Give it's another one of those situations where some amount of background would be helpful. Like if he had told Miley that his parents were assholes, you know, or just maybe not had her meet them on the first date. But that's a whole other issue. We already are annoyed about that. It's yeah. Dumb. So. So Miley and Trey, like, go back out to, like, the entrance area of the restaurant. And she's like, why didn't you tell me that your parents are, like, really rude? And and I was like, well, you should have at least thought that could be a possibility. They're billionaires. I mean, yeah, that's... You didn't like him when you heard him speak. Like, you already knew those, he was... Those aren't exactly people known for being kind to people of other social standings. Uh, but Trey is like, I didn't tell you because I knew that you wouldn't come otherwise. And then he straight up kisses her on the mouth. Yeah. And I'm like, bold you haven't kid. had the date yet. <laughs> yeah, that was a bold. And I was like, okay. I assumed some sort of contract negotiation. So she's like, I, allowed to kiss me. I cannot imagine. Because it's not like they knew each other before the date. It's not like they went to school together and like he'd like had a crush for a long time or whatever. They met yesterday presumably (laughs) they said two words to each other yesterday and then today he asked her out and that's all the contact they've had and you're already kissing her (laughs) yeah that was a lot and then they like had the lights change and it was supposed to be this moment and I was like this is kind of upsetting it's too she seems into it but good god has she kissed other people like on the lips yeah, I, I realize that it could make me sound like a prude or something by saying this, but like, is it normal? I don't think it's normal for people 14. to kiss before they have their first date. Yeah, like, I mean, so yeah, has, if you has she gone good night after the date? That's that's normal. Yeah, but yeah, having a kiss know. like when you get to the restaurant on your first date, especially when you're like a freshman in high school. I yeah. just, it's so foreign to me. I've never even considered that people would do that. <laughs> so has she been kissing people on this show? Like on the lips? Because when I, like Jesse McCartney obviously kissed her on the cheek because it would have been She has not kissed okay. Jay Ryan a number of times, but she was in a relationship with him. Mm-hmm. And 
I think I mean, that's it. I guess it's just the power of attraction, I guess, is what we're supposed to... I would be... I mean, I would probably not have stayed past the insults, because it's like, oh, so you caught, you brought me here to, like, be insulted. I'm just gonna go. You like, know, I would have left. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't care how good the kiss was. I'd be like, if you feel like going on a date with just me, fine, call me, we'll set that up. I don't have to take this. <laughs> yeah. But also the fact that he thought it was appropriate to, like, put her in that situation and not warn her, like... That's enough to sour whatever cuteness I may have... Pre- like, that's over. I, it's, it, it's not good. It's not good. No, it's bad behavior. And he's like, don't let them scare you off because I really like you. And I'm like, you know nothing about her. You only know that she's a cute girl. That's the only thing you actually know yeah. about Miley. <laughs> anyway. So it's hard, and it's hard for us to now root for the next few scenes being sort of put off by this Trey Miley story. Like, I'm not... I'm not feeling the love there. No, definitely not. Um, they go back out and she's like, let me reintroduce myself. My name is Miley Stewart and I'm not some regular old hillbilly. But then her phone rings and it's like this country ringtone. <laughs> anyway, and it's it's Tracy and she's like, Hannah, you have to get down here. Lola's ruining everything. And... Uh, the way she's ruining the party is by yelling at Orlando Bloom, who I guess is at this event. Honestly, same. But she's like, no, can't leave. So she goes back to the dinner. Uh, there's like a scene where Miley thinks what has been put in front of her is soup, but it's like actually something to like wash your hands with. Um, and they like critique her for that when like, that's not a normal thing at normal restaurants. Like, she can't really be expected. Honestly, it looked like just melted butter to me. So I, yeah. I, I thought it was going to be like a dipping sauce for something, for like some crab legs or whatever. But but no, it was to wash your hands in. Did I ever tell you, <laughs> I was at some, when I went to college, they had like these welcome dinner things and they had a banana, a, a bananas foster. Is that what it's called? The thing where like they flambe bananas yes. and that. Yeah. Um, and it was like a self-serve ice cream and then they would put the bananas foster on. So I was like putting dipping sauces and I took this yellow one and I, and I ate my ice cream and then I realized I had just taken like a big ass spoonful of melted butter because that was like what they were (laughs) frying the bananas in. And I was, I ruined my Sunday. Oh my God. Just poured butter all over And the billionaire who was there was like, Emma, you country bumpkin. That's not for eating. That's for flambeing. And then I ran away to my home on the Malibu beachfront. I guess I'll stop. Gosh. And then one of the other courses is sweetbreads, which Miley didn't know what sweetbreads are. They are, according to Mr. Harris, cow pancreas. Although I think they can be made of multiple different things. I've had sweetbreads before. They taste normal. I didn't know that. I had them when I was in Vienna. (laughs) Oh, lo, 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 But yeah, I was like, I, I generally speaking, I'm, I'm not much of a picky eater now. And I, the reason why is like, if it's, if it's just is like some rando making it, then I'll be a little more wary. But like, if you're at like a nice restaurant where like, you know, the chef is good and like you trust who's preparing your food, I'm down to try pretty much anything because like, I want to. Because, like, we're better time to do it than with somebody that, like, you know knows how to cook it. So, like, that was my rationale with sweetbreads. And it tasted fine and normal to me. It just tastes like meat. It's it's not a big deal. But Miley's like, 
delicious when she finds out what it is and i'm like yeah she doesn't spit it out if you think of yeah she spits it out and i'm like but it tasted fine i'm sure like okay you don't like what it is but she's eaten worse on this show (laughs) willingly (laughs) so yeah i mean also it's just a dick move for them to order sweetbreads for the table without (laughs) you know what the fuck (laughs) That is odd. <laughs> this is the place to get sweetbreads in Southern California. Okay. Piece <laughs> of shit. Right? Oh my gosh. I'm sure your like 14 year old son also is obsessed with sweetbreads, but uh, how about some Kraft mac and cheese? How about that? How about some uh, butter noodles? Ooh, and ch- Dino Nuggies. I saw Dino Nuggets at the store yesterday, and I really, really almost bought them. <laughs> I didn't. And that's not back story. to going to Kinsey's house. Of course. Of course. It's the only place I ever had dino nuggets. Yeah, it's true. But they, they just became emblematic of childhood to me. Same with uh, like the Annie's mac and cheese, the shells, Annie's shells. I make that all the time. I want those actually real bad. My if I could send the box too. that I have in my pantry right now to you, I would. That is so sweet of you because I know you want to eat it. So I really appreciate your sacrifices. Well, the last time I went to New Seasons, they were on sale for like a dollar a box. So What? Yeah. Okay. That's the time to buy. <laughs> if you're familiar bye, bye, with bye. any stock market, yeah, the time to buy is when they're at a dollar a box. I'm obsessed with economics, the economy. The, the, you know me. The NASDAQ. That's all I care about. The S&P 500 or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, OBSE, is that a thing? I have, that I have order no of, idea. I'm looking it up. That might actually... Oh, OBE, that's like order for the British Empire. Well, speaking of OBE? that... It's not anything. Speaking of OBE, um, the dad is like, we're going oh, to yeah. a gala with the queen. Trey, does your little friend want to come with us? And the mom is like, have you ever been on a plane before? One that doesn't spray crops? And I'm like, that is so That was fucked up. Because not only, okay, she did say that, but it was like, have you ever been on a a plane before? And Hannah goes, or Miley goes, yes. And she says, no, I meant one that doesn't spray crops. Like, she doubled down. Yeah, and the other thing is, is, you've clearly picked up on a southern accent from this girl who is now living in malibu california she had to get from point a to point b somehow don't you think it's most likely it was a plane you fucking asshole she fucking hitchhiked yeah it's just like yeah we're gonna go meet the queen tomorrow and i've never met somebody from the south of america where i live it's She's so rude. And the fact that they're so unkind and so like open with the judgmental things they're saying, it's like, I, I picture it the way it would be more as like fakeness and then go home and be a massive asshole. Not like, yeah, it's a lot. Especially I mean, I guess your I shouldn't son demand. is openly being like, I like, I like this, this girl. girl. Yeah. Can we take her out to dinner. Yeah, like, like, why are you being so mean? God. Why are you so bullying when- a child? That, it's a great question. It's I think that's a really good question that you're asking. And maybe something the writers should have asked themselves. But what happens next is um, shocking. What, so, Hannah's, Miley's, tell, tell the people what happens next. I'm upset about it. So, so Trey is like, guys, that's enough. 
And I'm like, you can do better than that. But anyway, <laughs> you should have defended her from the jump if he actually likes her as much as he claims to. But yeah. Miley goes, you know, not only have I been on a private jet before, but I've also met the queen and I sang the other side of me for her and her granddaughter. And it's all true. However, it's not something she should have said. <laughs> like, I was like, okay, so we're just, I, I was, I felt like I hadn't been in it. It felt like she aged a couple years since I last saw the show. And it was like, okay, so now she's just old and she's kissing people and she's telling ra- random strangers about the Hannah secret. Are you joking, Hannah? Miley? Whatever the fuck. I will say, <laughs> despite her best efforts to cover it up, she doesn't do a great job of, like, actually covering it up as far as Trey is concerned. Because she says some stuff later when, like, it's just her and Trey and her family. That it's like, hey, he can remember what you said earlier about singing for the other side of me for the queen. And right. you're now talking about this famous person. And he's rich and probably well-connected and knows who these people are. Why, why are you still talking openly about this? But yeah, so she she realizes immediately that she shouldn't have said all that. And she's like, she she's trying really hard to come up with a cover. And she does not do very well. Which, I mean, it's hard to backtrack on what she just said. It's all very specific. But she's like, well, you know, I actually, it wasn't just me. It was my school. And it was when I was going to school in London and his dad's like oh what school and miley's like hogwarts (laughs) there's no way that this guy knows what every school in london is called just make something up yeah god (laughs) but anyway they land on that her dad is a diplomat couldn't she just say her dad is robbie ray stewart he's a a musician is like he could have been over there for something yeah, and I mean, he could have met the, I mean, is it believable? No, but he could have met the queen, and as his daughter, she would have also gotten to meet the queen, and she could have, like, done a cover of a Hannah Montana song or something, because her granddaughter's a fan of Hannah Montana, you know? Like, I, I think I think there was a middle ground cover story that she could have landed on, but then you wouldn't have gotten what comes next, which... Is both insane and very funny. (laughs) (laughs) Trey's parents are like, oh, well, we will have to meet your father, the diplomat. And she's like, cool, we'll definitely do that sometime. And they're like, no, we want to meet him right now. And I'm like, so you're inviting yourself over to the house of someone who you've been bullying all night and you just assume that she's going to be like, yeah, sure, let's do it. Who's like 14. (laughs) It's really weird to invite yourself over to this girl's house. But Miley calls her dad. And is like, hey, um, my date's parents want to meet you, uh, and they're really snobby. So if you can like clean up the house and like act classy, and Robbie Ray is like, sure. And it cuts to him. He's like wearing like fishing waders, and like the house is just full <laughs> of piles of Jackson stuff. I like that. <laughs> and I was like, oh no, how is this gonna go? And I. I am so proud of Robbie Ray and Jackson for what they were able to pull together. I cannot believe they did such a good job in so little time. It's yeah. genuinely impressive of them. Yeah. And I have to really commend them for working that hard for Miley for like 
just just to help her out because she screwed up. Like I yeah. really thought it was very sweet of them to try this hard uh, because they all arrive at Miley's house and she like calls inside. She's like, Dad, the Harrises are here. And Jackson and Robbie Ray walk out to to the doorway and Jackson is like wearing like a nice shirt and tie and like a blazer with like a crest on it. And Robbie Ray is wearing like a velvet smoking jacket and like a silly little fancy silk tie. And Jackson goes, welcome to Stuart Manor, which made me laugh out loud. (laughs) Yeah, I laughed a few times out loud in this episode. It was funny. So they take them in. The house is mostly normal, except they like put doilies on like most surfaces. And uh, from the doily closet, the the piano has like some gold candelabras and what looks like a bust of Beethoven like sitting on it. And I'm like, (laughs) they just had these lying around somewhere. Wow. And and then like the table in front of the couch has like teacups on it. I I really couldn't believe how quickly they were able to pull this all together. (laughs) Yeah, and they're also, I mean. They also have great accents. I mean, okay, uh, Robbie Ray's accent is not, it's nothing. It's not an accent. He can only say har har and good show. But I actually, I really liked Jackson's. I thought it was very funny and like. Jackson, <laughs> this is the sort of thing that Jason Earls lives for is getting to do silly voices on this show. It's yeah. clearly his like favorite part of his job. Um, he does a very funny English accent. And I do have to wonder as far as Robbie Ray is concerned, because his accent is really, really bad. I am curious, did they tell him do your best British accent and that's what this was? Or were they like, do a half-assed British accent? <laughs> like, like was this his best British accent? It felt like, yes, it had to be. Which is hard to believe. I... <laughs> it sounded very strained. Yeah. He couldn't I mean, shake his like, real accent. Not at all. Not at all. But even like, if he had like really doubled down on his accent, that would have been more something than what he ended up with, which was sort of unrecognizable. We had yeah. subtitles on, so that helped a lot. Like, I just like couldn't even <laughs> tell what was going on. When they were like, why are why are both of your family members British? And I was like, Robbie Ray's British? <laughs> like, that's not a British accent. Well, it kind of reminded me of like... It doesn't literally sound like this, but you know when um, on, like, season three of Drag Race for Snatch Game, when, like, Yara Sofia, despite having a very heavy Puerto Rican accent, was trying to do Amy Winehouse and trying to speak with a British accent? It was very that, but it didn't sound like that. It was just somebody with such a different accent just trying as hard as they can to do this accent that is just impossible for them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It was very that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, they pretty much only say, like, jolly good show and, like, jolly good. But, yeah, to explain the fact that Miley doesn't have an accent, um, they're like, oh, she had a nanny from Tennessee. And then uh, we, like, cut to, like, Jackson, like, laying it on really thick with a story about him going hunting with William and Harry. And Robbie keeps saying har har, which I think is a fun little touch. Yeah. So yeah, and then Trey's parents aren't buying it at all. And they're like, you guys are just fortune hunters and gold diggers. And it's, again, I'm like, they live in a beachfront mansion in Malibu. 
why on earth would they give a rat's ass? I mean, like, sure, you have more money, but like, why would they seek you out to like run a scheme or whatever by hooking up this 14 year old with your 14 year old? Like, it's such a roundabout way. It would be so long before Miley would ever end up with any money. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. I don't yeah. know why they thought that that was what was going on. It just really speaks to like how detached from society billionaires are. <laughs> like they're yeah. just so detached from reality that they think that's like a normal thing. <laughs> God. But uh but Miley is finally actually snaps and is like I'm proud of my dad, I'm proud of my country heritage. Now get the hell out of my house. And I would think her kicking them out would make these people think that they weren't after a fortune. But again, they're clearly not all there <laughs> upstairs. Yeah. Um, they're clearly very dumb people. Yeah. But but yeah, I was like, just because someone has a Southern accent doesn't mean that they're poor. Like, there are so many rich people with Southern accents. Like, look at oh, the yeah. United States Senate. Like, <laughs> do you really yeah. think... Those people are, like, poor just because, like, like you think Mitch McConnell is, like... That's what I was going to say. It's like, like they're going to meet Mitch on. and be like, hey, Bumpkin. You're like, I mean, all, all hate to Mitch McConnell, but, like, he's not poor. No. No. <laughs> and also to say the people from the South have never been on a plane, like... Insane. What is wrong Which, with yeah. you? They have airports. They have major cities in the South. Like, what do they think they're doing in that fancy house? I know. it's. They even it's met, so like, the fact that they met on that beach. Like, <laughs> what do they think she's doing there? Yeah. Yeah. Trey did not handle that situation well. No, no, no. But uh, Trey is like, you guys go. I'm going to stay. And his parents are, like, disappointed in him. I guess for not being an asshole. I guess that's why they're disappointed, that he's not joining them and being an asshole. Yeah, but Jackson is like, oh, by the way, the sprinklers just came on out front, so you may want to go out the back. And they open the back door, and all of Jackson's shit comes pouring out onto them, Hilarious. and they're like knocked to the floor in like a pile of clothes. <laughs> and then the bumper is like all of them and Trey, like, well, not all of them, Robbie Ray, Miley, Jackson, and Trey eating ribs with French fries. And Trey, I guess, has never had ribs before. And Tracy calls and Miley says to everyone, oh no, it's Tracy again. I wonder what Lily did now. And I'm like, Trey has money and is well connected. He might know who Tracy is. Why would you know Tracy? Huh? <laughs> Why is your friend at a party with this famous girl? Why was that the thing you needed to get out of tonight? Oh, and by the way, you just jumped to out of nowhere earlier talking about how you performed a Hannah Montana song for the Queen of England, which seems like quite a thing to make up on the fly. So, huh, I wonder what the, is actually going on here. Elise, I think you're forgetting that he is a dummy born and bred of dummies. Yes, however... Miley could try a little harder is what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. I know this episode I was like, so we're just over keeping the secret. Like, we're just gonna... Oh, oh yeah. We have been over it for a while. <laughs> God. I mean, yeah. It was like kind of it was kind of shocking. I like, could not believe that she was being so cavalier. Oh, they play so fast and so loose with the Hannah secret on this show now. What happened at the party was that Lily 
like chased Orlando Bloom out of the party. And Tracy's so like, funny. Hannah, you so owe me one. And that's it. <laughs> yeah. So it was, it was a pretty good episode. It held together. Like, like we said, love that the B plot, like actually ended up touching the A plot. Enjoyed that. I think it was decent. I, it wasn't like a favorite for me, but I thought it was, I thought it was relatively well put together and uh, I'll give it this. It went quick. <laughs> yeah. It, some of these episodes, despite all being the same length, can really feel like they are an hour long. And this one, this one kept the pace up. <laughs> That's so funny. Man. Uh, just a little bit of notes about a couple of the guest actors. Uh, so Trey is played by a guy named Michael McShay. This is one of his six acting credits. He has not Go been Michael. up to very much. Uh, and then William Harris is played by Gregory Itzkin, who has been in like a million things. He has like 181 acting credits wow. on IMDb. He was Paul Rudd's dad on Friends, callback. And he was like a regular on like 24 and like in a bunch of episodes of a lot of like um, USA Network shows. He was also in like everything that you associate with the 80s. So there's that. uh was there anything in this episode that we didn't touch on that you would like to address let me check my notes no (laughs) (laughs) there's not that many notes it's only like 20 minutes oh my gosh uh yeah, I don't know that I have much else to say. Yeah. I doubt we, I mean, I know, I was going to say I doubt, but I I know for a fact we never see Trey again. Oh, okay, so I was going to ask. Despite things ending on a positive note between them, I guess he doesn't continue to show up. So, like, like everyone was... that Miley has dated except Jake Ryan, he's only in the one episode. This was a tiny, tiny little dumb thing, but it was the very end of the episode. And he, uh, so Trey says, I'm not... I'm not going to go back with you guys. I'm going to stay here with Miley if that's okay. Like if that's okay to Robbie Ray and to Miley. And mm-hmm. uh, she asks for half an hour and he's, and Robbie Ray says, I'll drive him back. Then they're eating ribs. Yeah. When did the ribs get put on? It does not take half an hour to make ribs. You need time <laughs> for that. This is true. Anyway, I was thinking the whole time they were eating the ribs, I was like, I think this is more than half an hour. And they already it had dinner. It was more than half an hour. Um, that's true. They did already eat dinner. This is like fourth meal. After tea also, which I think they had a little cake. Their food habits are all over the place. I feel like they may have ordered the ribs, but even then, that would take more than half an hour. Oh, yeah. For those to arrive and for them to eat them. But It's really important to me that we lay down the time frame for this rib situation. <laughs> How late is it? Like, so many questions. <laughs> yeah. That's all I, I care mean, about. I, I, mean, I know that Miley asked for half an hour, but I don't think Robbie Ray would mind him staying longer than that because he doesn't seem to have any problems with Trey. He just, like, only has problems with Trey's parents. Although I would have problems with Trey. Yeah. I wouldn't want to date him. Like, you can't choose your, your partner's parents, but you can choose the way they let them treat you. Yes. Yes. Right? You can't make those yes. two parents not be shitty, but Trey fucked up. 
and didn't seem to realize how much he fucked up, which is a bigger problem. This is true. There there also were no songs in this episode, which I was a little disappointed in. I guess I don't know when it would have been, unless she starts singing The Other Side of Me, which would be weird. Um, I would like to point out that Robbie Ray says, what in the Sam heck at one point? Mm-hmm. That's all. I did write that down. Um, I don't know why he said heck instead of hill. That's all. <laughs> Maybe hill sounds too close to hell on the Disney Channel. That's dumb. I agree. Good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I don't think I've got anything left. Okay. <laughs> Me either. Well, Only three more episodes in this season. Uh, right? yeah, technically two, but it's kind of complicated because the episode that, uh, was supposed to be the season finale of season two was pulled from the air and then was, uh, reworked and put into season three. However, Whoa. on Disney plus it shows the reworked version, not when it originally aired, but when it was supposed to air in the first place, which is at the end of season two, I... I need to watch it for myself to actually know whether it's more of a season two or more of a season three. But at this current time, I am thinking I will be doing it in season three instead. So probably only two more episodes in uh, season two. But yes. Okay. All very complicated. All will be revealed when you eventually (laughs) listen to that episode of coming up the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) But Emma, thank you so much for being on my show again and uh, chatting with me and being you. Um, oh, God bless. Right back at do you. Do you want to like tell people about what you've got going on? <laughs> Same as always. I have an Instagram where I rate public bathrooms. I don't do private ones. So don't ask. Um, people get butt hurt, and it's just not worth the lost friendships. Um, it's called Duty Hauser, D-O-O-D-I-E-H-O-U-S-E-R. One of my best and most enduring puns of recent memory. And I also have a blog, uh, which is Da Great Gansby uh, on WordPress, D-A-G-R-E-A-T-G-A-N-T-S-B-Y. My last name is Fred Gant. I love puns. <laughs> and that's it. Yeah. Go check it out. It's good content. (laughs) It's good work all around. (laughs) Emma, thanks so much for joining me again. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Elise. I had a blast. (laughs) I love our little tangents. (laughs) And thanks so much to all of you for tuning into today's episode of Pumping Up the Podcast. I hope you'll join me next week where we will be discussing Season 2, Episode 28 of Hannah Montana. It's called Joni Be Good. And in the meantime, if you want to find us, we're on Twitter at Pumping Up the Pod, Instagram at Pumping Up the Podcast. And if you like what I'm doing and you like my style, you might like my new podcast, which is has now been out for several weeks at the time that this will go up. It's called TH Glee. Uh, you know, Courtney Style, who is on this show a lot. She and I are uh, co-hosts of that show where we watch Glee and legally get high i have to make that distinction uh so if you're interested in listening to that like i said earlier um currently only available on spotify and anchor but hopefully by the time this is out it will also be up everywhere else 
And the accounts for that are at thglee420 on both Twitter and Instagram. And if you want to find me, I'm on Twitter at LovelyLisi, Instagram at ActorElise. Tune in next week. Thanks again. And until next time, keep on pumping up the party.